Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, <clears throat> because that is what we are doing, the prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service. family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White the third, President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Word of God, the Holy Bible using the chronological Bible episode number 650 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today, my beloved, we're reading the Song of Solomon, at chapter 9 verses 1 through 15 and I believe that something has been changed. Is that correct? Okay. But let's uh, let's uh, uh, go with it. And we'll just read 1 through 7 unless you can change it back real quick. Before we start let's pray. Go ahead on and, and do that. What is it? Okay, go ahead and fix it real quick. And you can leave, just leave that up and put it on top. So that in case something happens. My dear friends, join me in prayer before we get into the Word. I thank the Lord for my children who helped me in the ministry. What a blessing that is. And sometimes they do not communicate well and we'll have a little a situation like this. But it will be all right. 
let's pray. Holy, and by the way, you pray. I don't care if the Dallas Cowboys are playing. You better pray for them if you... Uh, and, uh, and more importantly, pray for more important matters. It's just a game. Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love once again. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for showing us and uh, teaching us regarding uh, being faithful. Lord, help all of us to be like you and like your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for those of us who name the name of Christ. To be faithful, to be consistent like you are and like the rising of the sun and the going down thereof. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. And I thank you, Lord, for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, thank you for your holy word that says men ought always to pray and not to faint. Thank you, Lord, for your holy word that says, Ask, and ye shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Thank you, Lord, for your holy word that says, Continue instant in prayer, and to pray always. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to do that. Lord, even tonight and throughout the remainder of our lives. I thank you, Lord, for your 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to the homosexual totem pole. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for your remnant. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your faithful few. For, Lord, these are your people, and uh, you are their God. And Holy Father God, we individually... For those of us who are saved and born again in my family and in the country and around the globe, please, for Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our faults, and our failures, as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. And Lord, if we have failed to confess any sin of the past, we include that sin as well. 
Lord, we pray that you would wash and cleanse our hearts and our minds, our souls, and our spirits tonight in the precious blood of Christ. <clears throat> Lord, make us to be whiter than snow on the inside. Break us and make us and mold us to be what you would have us to be. And Holy Father God, thank you for bringing us through many dangers, toils, and snares down through the years. And Lord, uh, I thank you tonight that that's not just a beautiful old saying to me. I mean it. For Lord, you have brought us through many dangers, toils, and snares. We, In fact, Lord, you know we should not even be here. And so, Holy Father God, thank you for bringing us a mighty long way. For as the songwriter said, we come this long, we come this far by faith. We can't turn around now. Lord, please remind me to sing that song tomorrow, or to at least play it for the people, because none of these people want to hear me sing, I, even though I enjoy my own singing. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, that you would crush and crucify our wicked evil and ungodly flesh within us tonight afresh and anew and fill us with the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit. Deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right. Deliver us, Lord, from those besetting sins and those weights that hold us back from soaring for you like an eagle. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right. And do that which is pleasing in your sight, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you will help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our wicked sins and get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, for the miraculous and merciful salvation of all of my family members who are lost on both sides of the family, and I, I pray, Lord, for my own wife, Marika White, uh, who is religious, but I believe lost based upon your holy word that says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Uh, she has not uh, uh, chosen to do that down through the years of my witnessing her life of over 40, uh, 34 years. And even though I'm not a perfect man, she cannot say that I'm not a saved person based upon your word. And um, But I can say that about her. And I say it because I want to see her to humble herself from her uh, Jamaican pharaohistic style pride, which is very demonic and a tough nut to crack, uh, which is common knowledge. And I do pray that she will let her religious uh, 
uh, activity go and truly believe in you. I pray holy and I thank you that she's here tonight. Uh, and I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ do the same in her mother's life, her aunt's lives, her siblings' lives. I pray for their genuine salvation. I pray for my mother and my two sisters who are living in disobedience and rebelliousness against your word, calling themselves apostles and pastors and bishops and uh, prophetesses. Uh, and when they are not that at all, over men. Um, and I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife, Marika White, out of any of my children who have been influenced by her evil, demonic Judas spirit, and out of the other people that I've mentioned and other people in the audience and in this country and around the globe. Uh, the 15-year-old boy who shot and killed four people this past week, I think it's four, he is demon-possessed. The young man who killed those 20-plus children and teachers, he is demon-possessed down in Uvalde. Uh, a black man last night out in, of all places, Stockton, California, on the hunt to kill people. Uh, he is demon-possessed. Uh, these things would not be done if the people were not demon-possessed. And so, Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight, and we all ought to be praying tonight, that you'd cast the devil and the demons of hell out of people in our family and out of people in the church and in the world. <clears throat> and, Lord, I pray that you would give us all sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Save those who are lost in this country and around the globe. Revive, save those who are lost in this audience tonight. Revive those of us who are saved. Heal uh, those who are sick. Comfort those who are grieving in this country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I thank you for what you have blessed us to be able to accomplish today something, Lord, as you know, I really did not want to have to deal with. But when you move upon my heart to deal with it, uh, even though I may not feel like dealing with it and wish I did not have to, I thank you for giving me the strength, the mind, the fortitude uh, to get it done. Maybe not as perfectly as it should be, but to get it out there uh, and to deal with the situation at hand. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that uh, you would tonight, uh, first let me say thank you for the miracles you worked this past week and the answers to prayer 
We humbly pray that you'd continue to hear and answer our prayers and bless us exceedingly abundantly, far above all that we should ask or think. And Lord, give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding and insight and discernment. to deal with all of the persecutions, tribulations, attacks, lies, demonic foolishness coming from every which way from 34 years from my own wife and uh, a few family members now uh, with by having preached for nearly every day for seven years the devil is pulling out all of the stops and I count it all joy I thank you for your peace in it all, in your wisdom, and your knowledge, and your understanding, and how that you bless me to escape their persecutions and attacks. And Holy Father God, I thank you for allowing us to see that time of the year when it gets a little bit darker earlier. I, I love the fall. But Lord, I love all of the seasons, and I have fond, precious memories in all of them. And there's some scenes, Lord, that will never seem like to me will never get out of my mind. And I had my greatest years and my most fun years when my children were with me. Thank you for giving me that, because Lord, you know I don't deserve that. I didn't deserve that. What a blessing that was. And I thank you so much for the precious memories. I don't need videos. I don't need pictures. It's all, you put it all in my heart to run over and over again. Like a video loop kind of a situation. Oftentimes you do it right after I pray. And while I'm praying. And Lord, I shall never forget. Uh, all of the seventh birthdays when I had the privilege of leading my children to you and for most of them it is holding and I believe maybe for all of them but uh, one or two might be struggling with the temptations of the world and and so forth and so Holy Father God shore them up comfort them give them sweet victory in uh, over the world the flesh and the devil and Lord, I pray that you would deliver us tonight from all distresses and afflictions, tribulations and troubles and trials, infirmities and tensions and tests. Only if, Lord, you want to. And only if we have learned whatever lessons you wanted us to learn. And only if... Uh, uh, you're not you don't have those things in our lives um, for our growth and benefit uh, if you do Lord I pray that you will keep them in our lives and help us to rejoice in them as Paul has taught us and as you have taught us Lord Jesus Christ for you said in this world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world. Lord, I praise you and thank you for uh, uh, what was done today. 
I pray that much more good would be done for the remainder of this day. And then, Lord, I pray that you'll bless us to have a great night of rest and sleep. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for uh, uh, the rest that we did get and the sleep that we did get last night and into the morning. And Lord, I do pray that you would deliver us tonight from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles and difficulties that we're facing. Uh, student growth and productivity issues. At the same time, Lord God in heaven, we thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are. Because they could be worse, and because we have not been good to you, should be worse, we all should be in hell. Help us never to forget that. It's only by your mercy and grace that we're living and moving and having our being, and that we're here tonight. Help us to truly understand that each one of us could be gone tomorrow. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you would bless and protect our family tonight and all other Christian families in this audience and in the country and around the globe. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us tonight the whole arm of God. Surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Thank you for the earlier prayer meetings today. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you'll grant us a smooth evening and a great afterglow and have everything to go decently and in order. And we pray that you would save that soul that's nearest hell at the preaching of the gospel and uh, revive those who are backslidden and uh, have everything we do and say tonight and for the remainder of our lives to be done for your glory, praise and honor while the world mocks us and while even some family members and Christians mock us. I marvel at uh, the fact that I have uh, people in my family, my wife being one of them and a few other family members who hate the fact that I preach the gospel in your word every day. And they don't even realize that they're speaking for the devil. And get thee behind me, Satan, is what you said. And Lord, I say the same thing, and I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would open their blinded eyes, help them to see what they're doing, and unstop their deaf ears. And save their souls and change their lives and have all that we do for uh, tonight to be done for the lifting up of Jesus Christ, your Holy Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords and our Savior, for we pray it in his holy name, in Jesus' holy name, amen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the um, great privilege and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, 
in a very fitting passage of scripture as I have challenged Christian curmudgeons who who hate each other who hate their spouses and don't have sex with their spouses for months and for years I've never had that experience and I thank God but I do know people who do that and they wonder why they're so backed up they wonder why they're so eager to get involved with somebody else it is because they're not getting sexually involved with the one that they're with but anyway let's read the Word of God Solomon chapter 8 verses 8 through 13 we have a little sister and she hath no breasts what shall we do for our sister in the day when she shall be spoken for if she be a wall we will build upon her a palace of silver and if she be a door we will enclose her with boards of cedar I am a wall and my breasts like towers then was I in his eyes as one that found favor Solomon had a vineyard at Belhamon he let out the vineyard unto keepers everyone for the fruit thereof was to bring a thousand pieces of silver my vineyard which is mine is before me thou O Solomon must have a thousand and those that keep the fruit thereof two hundred thou that dwellest in the gardens the companions hearken to thy voice cause me to hear it shall we pray Holy Father God we praise you and we thank you so much for your holy word Lord we do not understand it all sometimes but we thank you for it all have it to find a lodging place in our hearts and help married couples who are married the right way a male to a female and not they don't have other people involved in their marriage from divorce and remarriage committing adultery living in adultery and I know they hate it when I bring that up or swinging and other demonic foolishness but are doing it your way the right way Lord help them to utilize this book uh, to help them to get their minds on something that you want people to do in fact it's a matter of not only pleasure but obedience you made it pleasurable so that people would uh, do it obey you and do it and replenish the earth uh, which Lord uh, is you are of course beyond genius uh, what you have done is beyond genius uh, Lord it is absolutely amazing and we mere human beings really need to go sit down somewhere and take seven seats and humble ourselves down uh, because you 
made many great things, but sex is one of the greatest of them all, and nobody could have thought of that but you. It is beyond our feeble minds. So, Lord, I give you glory, praise, and honor for your holy word that speaks about the act of marriage, and I thank you for the act of marriage, even though some of my sweet evangelicals and Baptists and Protestants and Methodists and Charismatics act like they don't know what in the world you're talking about. In Jesus Christ's name, I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. If you're living and you're listening to me, God has brought you from a mighty long way. I don't care how old you are. This is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International. I believe that this is standing between the living and the dead service, 870 something, I, I believe. Uh, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode 613, I think. The Treasury of David, I'm sorry. 183. The Treasury of David, 183. Episode number 183. I thought we were talking about something else. Psalm 1818 is where we are. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. It was an ill day, a day of calamity, of which evil foes took cruel advantage, while they used crafty means utterly to ruin him. Yet David could say, but the Lord is my stay. What a blessed but which cuts the Gordian knot and slays the hundred-headed hydra. There is no fear of deliverance when our stay is in Jehovah God Almighty. You can have confidence in God, praying in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, thank you for your holy word. Thank you for an explanation of it. Help us to understand it, comprehend it, 
and obey it and live by it. For your glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for a shake. Amen. We're back in Ephesians in the family segment reading the Word of God and God's commandments to husbands, to men. And let me tell you something, husbands. You don't need to obey your wife. You need to obey God. Some of you men, you have, and I'm not the only one saying this, I'm not the only one saying it. Men greater than me are saying it. And now the promise keepers, man is finally saying it. Thank God. Some of you men fear your wife more than you fear God any day. And I don't care if you like it or not, you know. I've been preaching a long time. I'll be preaching uh, while you're mad at me. And that's a fact. Some of you men fear your wife more than you fear God. And that's not the way it should be. You ought to fear God more than you fear your wife, who God gave to you to be a helpmeet, to be a servant to you, because you're supposed to be the king of your castle and she's supposed to help you and assist you not to think and not as to what to do but to help you be a blessing to you satisfy your needs while you focus on God and what God wants done and you work for your family and so forth and so on. It's a beautiful thing uh, and, it's, and it is a beautiful system if people would simply work the system. Some of you women, uh, you're up in your bed right now by yourself, don't have a man with some strong thighs and pecs and arms lying beside you. And you're lusting after every man that comes on the television set. And you're calling your girlfriend. Have you seen this man? Talking like Oprah and uh, her girlfriend. I forget her name. Uh, oh, he's a, he's a snack. Like two old alligators. He's a snack. Oh, he's a whole meal and all this kind of foolishness. When you ran away, your husband... By talking back, over-talking him, which is very disrespectful to men, when he is taking his time to say something, you start talking over him, and you say 11 words before he can get out a half a word. Rolling your eyes, blowing. Okay, I'm trying to help you get your husband back and, 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 and keep your husband because there's some Sylvia's out there, and you can like it or lump it by my saying it, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I've been preaching a long time. I'll be preaching after you're gone. 
It doesn't matter to me. But there's some sisters out there who will get your husband and treat your husband right and know what to do with him. And you can't get him back. Two are better than one. And, and, and that's something that I want my seven children to go on with in their lives and not get bogged down with devilish old uh, family members who don't mean them any good. All they want to do is use them. And if you family members are listening, yes, I'm talking to you. That includes my mother-in-law, my mother, and I say that respectfully, uh, aunts, siblings, whoever you are. If you don't, if you can't help them to serve the Lord, leave them alone and pray for them to start their own family and pray that God will raise their family better than the family we were raised in and the family that I raised them in. I pray because that's how it's supposed to be. Start your own family. Don't, don't get all caught up in, in old wineskins and foolishness and people with their old evil mess stuck in their ways. Uh, you end up talking like them, being like them because you're so hungry to have a mother, uh, some kind of loving mother situation which you, because you didn't have one growing up. Don't waste your time and don't waste my time with it. I, I have nothing... I have I have no desire to hook up with some old fogies stuck in their evil ways full of hell and the devil and full of sin talking like the devil acting like the devil don't don't involve me with that I don't believe in putting new wine in old wineskins some people have lived their time and their day let them stay in their ugly stinking mess and you go on with your life And be thankful for what God has done for you. And keep your focus on God and Jesus Christ because there's going to come a time in your life when only the Lord can uh, help you. Your grandmothers and your aunts and uncles and whatever, cousins, uh, they could have helped you a long time ago. You don't need their help now. They're trying to get some help from you. So you husbands, you lead the way. You follow God and nobody else. And if you don't want family members coming to your house and and, and bothering your children and stuff like that, you, 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 you make that decision. I made that decision, one of the greatest decisions ever made. And some of you men, you kowtow and bow down to your wife. You kowtow and bow down, bow down to your mother, your wife's mother more, and you fear your own mother. And they just order you around like you're a little boy. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 25 through 32 this is the third night 
Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. And all women who have sense want a man who can love without always being nice. There's still some women like that. They can love and not always let her have her way because she knows she's corrupt and, uh, and, and, and what she wants sometimes is not good for her. She needs a man who will love her enough to say, no, you're not going to the Bahamas with your girlfriends. You're going to stay here with me and your four children, and that's it. That's it. And uh, uh, and you think for yourself, and you you do what God leads you to do. And if you do that, God will allow you to have a long marriage and family. But if you do, if you hearken to the voice of your wife, the one God gave you, and the children He gave you. You're going to lose them all. I never, never, never. My wife is standing right here. I have never, 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 never hearkened to the voice of my wife. And I believe that my wife is lost and so wicked and so easily influenced by the devil. I learned a long time ago. I, I, I was led a long time ago not, even, not to take one ounce of advice from her. I just automatically reject it. So all of the things that I have done in my marriage and family, God led me to do it. Not my wife. She had nothing to do with it. And you might want to consider that. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle, or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So many couples get a divorce before they get down to the nitty-gritty of being what God wants them to be. So many thousands of people get divorced after 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. All of that time is wasted. And if you were doing your job as a husband, you would have trained your wife and taught your wife and so forth and so on. After a while, by and by, she would know what to do and she's comfortable like an old shoe. And you get to the point where you don't even have to ask for sex. You just, you just pass each other and you can just smell it on them. They ready. She ready, he ready. It's automatic. I don't care if you feel uncomfortable about that you sweet lying evangelicals looking at pornography right now while I'm preaching to you I don't care about you getting mad about that God made sex it is absolutely genius out of this world genius no man would have ever thought of it and let me take you a little bit further all men should know this and let me tell you something there's nothing like the vagina on earth 
Look at me real good. I know you just lost your mind. Look at me real good. There's nothing. You think I'm playing? Look at my eyes. There's nothing like it in all of the earth. Only God. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm telling you the truth. Because I'm very familiar with the vagina. Only God. Only God could make the vagina. Only God could do that. Only God could make a woman. There's nothing like that creature on God's green earth. Now, yes, I know most of them are evil, but they sure look good. And all you men ought to be taken up with them. Instead of looking at some old, ugly, stinking, bony, hairy man, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. I don't. I wouldn't give you. A, I wouldn't give a cent for no man interested in no ugly, stinking man. You got to be kidding me. I can care less about what you're talking about. But all these beautiful, fine women who got something that is softer than anything on earth. Oh, look at you. Uh, preach, you are not to be saying things like this. This is not a pornography service. No, you you the one looking at pornography. I'm telling you what God made and how you need to be getting with that. As often as you can, men, along with being so loving, you're not nice. And by the way, women like men like that. They despise little sweet men who are always nice about everything, just anything to appease her and to, uh, they think, make her feel uh, loved and special and all of that, miss. They don't care nothing about that. I guarantee you, every woman who has a man like that, who's just nice and sweet and let her have her way, she just can go out and do whatever she wants to, don't have to report to him, nothing, no, nothing. Yeah, I guarantee you she has a bow peep somewhere who does not give a flip about all that. And she submits to him. Because he'll tell her something. Ah, don't touch me, go and take a, you, you go and take a shower. Mm -hmm. You stink. Don't touch me. Wow. When's that time you took a shower? Don't worry about it. It's been several weeks. You just go ahead and take your shower. You people have it backwards. People. You men and women, you have messed up your lives, messed up your families. Buying into this evangelical, charismatic foolishness. This is foolishness. Men ought to be men without having to ask any questions about anything to anybody. They don't need to be checking with the pastor about what you're doing with your wife. Man, have you lost your mind? I don't give a flip about that. The pastor's not over you and your wife. He should not know anything about you and your wife. And your wife, uh, you should forbid your wife going to talk with a man about you. Excuse me. My sweet Reverend Dr. Brethren. But to hell with that. So ought men to love their wives.
as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. You say, well, preacher, what books have you read about marriage and family? None. But the Bible. Oh, I, 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 I can go way back 20-something years when folks were buying these books about how to, to treat your wife and how you ought to buy her some flowers on Tuesday, how you ought to on Friday take her out on an expensive dinner and pay for a baby. So I never did any of that foolishness. And the man who tried to introduce me to it, he lost his wife to the mailman. So, I, you know, nope, nope, nope. I'm not. I told him I was not going to do it. He he tried to give me the book and wanted me to read the book. And I said, I don't, I don't need to read that, man. I told him that. And I love him. He's one of the greatest soul winners you'll ever want to meet. He was buying her drawers and buying her this and buying her that. And, and, and she put the drawers on and went to see the mailman. All that sweet. And, and see, I knew, and let me tell you something. She had already had a child. He married her anyway. He was a virgin. She had already, and he, he had just loved that child and adopted that child like it was his own. And see, a woman like that, who has that kind of past, uh, and he is a nice man, a man of God, and treats her well, buys her things, and all, buy, buys her this and that. And she went right straight to Bo Peep. They ended up getting a divorce. He, he hung in there for some years. And I, I told him, she committed adultery, man. You need to get one of these sweet things in, in your church and get married again, immediately. Oh, no, brother, I'm going to wait for my honey. I'm going to wait for my honey, my sweet thing, all that mess. So, end up doing something else crazy. So I, I'm trying to help you to avoid all of that foolishness. If you're not... A man with that woman that follows your own mind under God is going to be a mess. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Shall we pray for others? Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all Christian families so called Lord I, I sometimes Lord I wonder about using that today but families that name the name of Christ I pray that Lord you would save those who are lost in these families revive those who are saved in these families and uh, Lord I pray that you will help Men and women simply do what you have commanded them to do in your holy word found in Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6. 
I also pray, Holy Father God, that you would have mercy and grace upon us uh, who name the name of Christ. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our wicked sins. Of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. Help us to repent of our sins and be the shining lights and witnesses, Lord, that you want us to be. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, yes, for the millions who need uh, healing, comfort them, Lord, millions of people, more people are hurting now than when we started praying for them in the coronavirus plague. There are so many different plagues and so many different issues now. So, Lord, comfort millions of people as only you can. As Dr. Charles Stanley said when he received some terrible news, he said you gave him peace that passed of all understanding. Do the same for these people and draw them to yourself for salvation. We pray, Lord, for a few by name. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Justin Liss. We pray for the family and friends of North Carolina resident Curtis Bradshaw. We pray for the family and friends of New York resident Joanne Lewis. We pray, Lord, for prayer requests today. Uh, Lord, that uh, we pray for the thousands of people who have sent in prayers down through the years, prayer requests. Thank you for the thousands of answers to prayer. Thank you for giving us your grace and your strength and mind to pray for uh, those people. And uh, Lord, we pray now for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. Upon them all. Including these that we're getting ready to pray for now as we pray, Lord, for Marie Grace, a lady that we have prayed for for many times, prayed for many times. Please bless her with the right place to stay where she can live her own life away from people who practice witchcraft and voodoo, make drugs and from criminal activity. Please give her peace and justice in her life and surrounding uh, area. We pray, Lord, for Jensen. Please be with him and bless him. Lead him, guide him, direct him, and save him. We pray for Pastor Bashibi. Thank you, Lord, for the souls that have gotten saved at Jane's funeral. Thank you, Lord, for the new members at Rimwa Church. Please heal Sister Dora's knee. Please provide for their every need and provide them with the money they need to pay off all of their debts. Lord, do that for every Christian in every church and every ministry, including ours. Please deliver all Africa from drought and famine. And Lord, we pray for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel from this pulpit. We pray for Moa, Rena, Arthi, 
Edward and Kanika. We pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives unto you. We pray for Marina, Billy, Maggie, Hippolytus, and Sharon. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. Now, Lord, save that soul that is nearest hell. Reclaim the backslidden by the power of your gospel, by the power of your holy word, by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Uh, dear friend, if you were to die tonight, where would you go? Heaven or hell? Those are the only two choices. There's no in-between. There's no purgatory. Uh, there's no limbo. It is heaven or hell. If you want to go to heaven, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. Understand that you are a sinner, as I am a sinner. The Pope is a sinner. Everybody is a sinner. We all have done evil in God's sight. We all have broken the commandments of God, such as lying and stealing and lusting and dishonoring God, dishonoring our parents. That's just five of the Ten Commandments that we have broken in our lives. Uh, we have done evil. The Bible says the wages of sin or the wages of evil is death. We die because of our sins, our sinful nature and our sinful choices. Choosing to commit those sins I just mentioned, including adultery, fornication, homosexuality, any of those sins, drunkenness, any of those sins, and more. For we have sinned against God. The wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. And what God wants you to understand is that if he will allow you to die as a punishment from this earth, this beautiful place called earth, and if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, this will be the only heaven you will ever know in your life, your eternal life. While in hell, because that's where you would go if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried, uh, and rose on the third day. You will see earth as heaven, because hell is nothing like earth. And Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible. He preached more on hell than he did about heaven. He said in Mark chapter 9 verses 43 through 48 regarding hell. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. 
And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Hell is a very real place. Hell is a place like New York City is a place. And in hell you will burn forever. You will be tormented for your sins against God Almighty who loved you with an everlasting love, who did everything he could possibly do to save you from hell. May I tell you something? God died for your sins. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, and if he is the Son of God, he is God. Even the Jews understood that. When Jesus Christ said, I am the Son of God, they wanted to kill him immediately because they called that blasphemy because in their minds and in their words, he made himself to be God. He is God. Emmanuel is another name for Jesus Christ. God with us. God walked among us. And let me help you, my dear friends. I assure you, if you reject the Son of God and you do not believe in him as your Savior and receive him as your Savior, and the Son of God, God Almighty, died for your sins, was buried, died for your sins, took on your sin, there's no love like this recorded in the universe, man. I assure you, just because of that right there, and that, and that is actually the reason why, Yes, you're going to hell because of your sins, to be punished for your sins, but you're going to hell uh, mainly because you have rejected the sin bearer. You are rejecting God Almighty who loved you so much. You talk about love. He died for you. That's is what makes the gospel so special and so important to be heard. God stretched out his arms and died for you, being humiliated, lied on, scandalized his name, naked before the world, God Almighty. We don't even like to be naked in front of anybody other than our spouses, I hope. We don't, but we don't, we don't want to be, none of us, that's why we don't see it that much. Glory be to God. None of us want to be caught out somewhere naked, out hanging on a tree naked. That's, 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 that is humiliating. But Jesus Christ, the Son of Almighty God, God in the flesh, did that for you, my friend. Now you talk about love, that's love. Okay, you reject that, you got to go to hell, man. I mean, I mean, let me be real with you. You getting about here, and you going to hell. You going to hell. You going to burn in hell because he preached it. 
That's why he would do something like that. He had to take care of it himself. Nobody else could take care of it. We all down here, being executives and everything else, we would try to find somebody else to take care of it. But God came off his throne, wrapped himself in human flesh, lived a holy life because he could do no other, never sinned in word, thought, or deed, tempted like all other men, but without sin. He suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for you and me. My advice to you, my strong urging, uh, dear friends, is for you to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ himself said the most important words in the history of mankind to man. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm so glad God gave me the sense and the mind to believe in Jesus Christ. I cannot imagine living this life without him. I urge you to trust in him yourself. Wherever you are in the world, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved do it now I'm going to pray the sinner's prayer I would encourage you to get on the gospel bus and pray that prayer with me don't reject Christ because you will be rejecting God Almighty who died for your ugly stinking wicked sins and mine too there's no love like this in the world, in the universe. So accept it. It is a free gift. Church membership will not save you. Getting baptized will not save you. Singing in the choir will not save you. Preaching will not save you. Doing good works will not save you. Giving thousands of dollars to the church. <coughs> will not save you. Simple belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Follow me in prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase. Holy Father God, in heaven, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I've sinned against you repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. My failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Who suffered and bled and died on the cross and was humiliated on the cross for my sins. 
was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my wretched soul tonight. I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for loving me so much to die on the cross for my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, and you called upon his name, for the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, and you meant it, and you were sincere, then may I say to you, beloved, and I'm going to say this probably like I've never said it before. Because the way God gave me on this strange Sunday night uh, to preach the gospel tonight in a very special way, uh, I say lovingly to you, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is believing in the Son of Almighty God and understand if he's the Son of God he is God all God and all man so congratulations now dear friends if you want to grow in your newfound faith in Christ, the Son of God, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. Then go to GospelLightSociety.com and I am so humbled to be able to write something about Jesus Christ. A little book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. For Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture I want you to go in and out and find pasture pasture Jesus Christ wants you to go in and out and find pasture this is a free download uh, go ahead and download it start reading it tonight and uh, begin to grow in the faith get yourself a Bible read it from cover to cover I would encourage you to start reading in the Gospel of John then go forward that way to the book of Revelation and then come back around and read Matthew Mark and Luke the book uh, the free book I told you about will tell you exactly what to do also email us on whatever the email you have on your platform or email me directly at DW3 at gospellightsociety.com and uh, let us know that you got saved so that 
we can rejoice with you but not only that uh, we have more material that we can send you we can answer your questions and God can answer your prayers if you would uh, maybe you don't know how to pray yet you have a prayer request send it in and uh, we have prayed for thousands and we'll be glad to pray for you until you tell us to stop I was going to preach twice tonight but God is giving me the liberty not to do that and so dear friends may God bless you and may God keep you tonight it's been a long day and uh, make sure go ahead and take that out go ahead and take it out okay and make sure that you pray without ceasing pray always continue instant in prayer Jesus Christ gave a parable to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. You know why many people in the church are quitting today and fainting? Because they stop praying. So pray without ceasing, my beloved. And Lord willing, if the Lord tarries is coming, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.